Hey everyone, it's Lauren and Mark. Welcome to another edition of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. We have some great stuff in store. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, Loose Lug Nation. Today we have episode number 52. Mark, when I think of number 52, I think of Jimmy Means. Uh, also, EJ Trevett was one of those who ran the 52 at the NASCAR level for quite a while. How about Wisconsin's Josh Balicki? He drives it right now. That's pretty cool. There was only two winners in the number 52, Earl Ross and Neil Cole. Uh, they were the most successful, each with only one win. At the local level, I think of Todd Verhagen, Brent Strelka, at WIR, of course, Chad Whalen over in Minnesota. We see him come over a little bit. And then Kenny Schrader in that number 52 ARCA car, I remember quite a bit. Austin Terrio, Ross Kenseth among two that drove for him. Who do you think of? You know, Scott Hansen ran way back in the day when he was uh, in the, I think that was the truck series. I remember they went ran out at uh, Phoenix back when Schrader uh, took Scott Hansen under his wing. Um yeah, I've got other guys, you know, uh, Keith Tolf and Nick Roll, Ricky Baker out of Illinois. Um, so how about Stuart Friesen in the truck series? And then one of my all-time favorites back in the day was Butch Miller. Remember that car? At one time, he was the biggest hot shoe in local racing running from Michigan. Oh, a couple of legends in crew that group. Also, Brock Heinrich, we see him quite a bit with the uh, Tundra Super Late Model Series. Uh, he's an up-and-comer as well. Yes, sir. He's a good upper-comer. So we got a whole bunch of them coming up through the ranks, don't we? Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're very fortunate here. Uh, well, let's get into it. Let's go all the way back to Las Vegas. And we're, our format's going to be a little bit of different today. Um, it, we're going to do all of the Truck Series races, all of the Xfinity Series races, and then all the Cup Series races since we have been doing a lot of local stuff lately. Going all the way back to Las Vegas again in the truck series. Stage one was won by Nemechek. Then it was Gilliland, Chandler Smith, Rhodes, Friesen, Zane Smith, Eckes, Creed, Hill, and Ankrum. Zane Smith stops on track after cutting a tire, had contact from Nemechek, who also had contact from Friesen there. The tire affected the battery, and then he had no tower, uh, no power. Excuse me, He lost multiple laps. It tore the battery cable right out of the vehicle. <laughs> so the battery cable was laying on the backstretch, dude. It was really strange. Yeah, that, was, that might be a reason why it was dead on the racetrack there. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nemechek also had a power issue and stops on track. Stage two was won by Gilliland. And then there was Rhodes, Hosevar, Friesen, Creed, Tanner Gray, Hill, Crafton, Eckes, and Chandler Smith. Ankrum spun. Uh, Chandler Smith crashed into him and then collected all oh, those big hit for Creed and Chandler Smith. Deegan and Purdy were involved. Uh, that was a pretty big one. Yeah, the uh, the two the two truck thought he was going to sneak through on the uh, apron, and he just clobbered. Uh, um, who did he clobbered? Eighteen, wasn't it? And uh, just destroyed it, fire, and, and he had to run back and see if everybody was all right. And um, scary rector at Vegas, man. Oh, well, that was a bad one. Oh yeah. Uh, Hosevar had a vibration issue and spun coming to pit road. Caution came out. He was running fifth at that point. 
he actually was held a lap because uh, it was a little suspicious in NASCAR's mind, which, yeah, it, it did kind of look that way. Uh, how about this? Christian Eckes goes on to win. Then it was Ben Rhodes, Crafton, Sauter, Gillen, Friesen, Enfinger, Self, Truex, and Hill. How about this, Mark? Thorsport, one, two, three, four. And in that, Sauter pit on a late caution and almost made that work. It was the first time a team has been one, two, three, four in the history of the truck series. Yeah, we thought Johnny was going to pull that out with the fresh tires, but uh, just didn't have enough time. And it just kind of like seemed like it kind of evened out. But uh, yeah, Thorsport, one, two, four. Outstanding job for them with that team right there. Yeah, incredible. And uh, I think if that race was two laps longer, we might talk about Sauter being the winner. Yeah, possibility. Yep, for sure. Um, Vegas, hot out there, man, running uh, out at uh, the track there, made for slick conditions. Um, interesting place to watch a race. Uh, Vegas is a cool place. How about putting that on your bucket list? Let's go out there someday, buddy. Oh, absolutely. I know uh, Brian Luther, one of our sponsors with uh, Fan Luther Motorsports, he goes out there and has a blast every year. So that's on my list for sure. <laughs> I'm sure he'd show us around real well, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He always does. Mm-hmm. Uh, next was Talladega for the Truck Series. Stage one was won by Rhodes Hill, Crafton, uh, Friesen, Sauter, Nemechek, Dollar, Creed, Gillen, and Self rounded out the top 10 after Rhodes won. Nemechek makes Crafton squirrely and he takes the apron on the backstretch. Crafton was not happy with John Hunter. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, at high speed like that, there's a reason why they weren't uh, happy with each other. So, yeah, for sure. Stage two was won by Creed. Then it was Sauter, Zane Smith, Crafton Hill, Chandler Smith, Tanner Gray, Nemechek, Friesen, and Brett Holmes. Uh, there was a couple of big ones here. Gillen pushed Hill, who got out of shape. It was chaos from there. Uh, Zane Smith, Gray, Hill, Kligerman, Sauter, Dollarwood, Fogelman, Chandler Smith, and others involved 19 trucks in total. Shortly after that, another big one. Enfinger gets in front of Creed, but Creed had too much momentum. Enfinger, Friesen, Hosevar, and others involved in that one. Yeah, well, that's Talladega, man. We always try to stay in front of the big one. And, uh, yeah, they <laughs> there was a lot of carnage after this race, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of expected – actually, not kind of. We absolutely expected at a place like that. Uh, Purdy took the lead as they were coming to the white but went to uh, block and spins, gets into him, and they uh, – excuse me, he spins, and uh, the caution came out right before they took the white flag. Yep, so that made for a green-white checker. That's always exciting, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Um, in that green-white checker, they reckon turn three, but it stayed green. Crafton, uh, Holmes, Rhodes, Creed, Purdy, and others were wrecked up in there in turn three and four. Tate, Fogelman, and Nemechek make contact in the trial. How about this? Tate Fogelman goes on and wins just in front of Tyler Hill. Yeah, he took the four out to do it, you know, so uh... – um, not not the proper way to win it, but it's his first win. So he, uh, yeah, he ran Nemechek over to try to get back uh, and get, get back to the line, which he did. And uh, oh, and then they went up and then they clobbered the wall afterwards, so they couldn't talk to the winner. You know, Fogelman and uh, the '56 car, they both truck both went flying into the inside wall, so they had to go to the in care uh, center. So they never even got an interview before they cut off on television. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, typical Talladega, smash them and crash them. Yeah, you know, uh, I'll say this. I think 
Fogelman came up a little more than Nemechek came down, but Nemechek was coming back down the block. So I think there was going to be contact there regardless. Uh, but how about the small teams like Tate Fogelman and uh, Tyler Hill's team finishing one, two there? Small teams, always cool to see them run up front and win. Yeah, you see a lot of that at Talladega because so many other ones get taken out. So that gives them a chance to get the top 10. Well, we mentioned that Crafton wasn't happy with Nemechek as well. Uh, Crafton stops by while Nemechek was doing an interview, slaps him on the backside and smiles in disgust at him. A um, little bit of a rivalry brewing there, and remember they're Toyota teammates. So uh, a little bit interesting with uh, Martinsville coming up here. That was more like a spanking. <laughs> As he walked by, he could give him a shot to the rear end. So, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> Little rivalry, yeah, that's the way it goes, man, and we're, we're going to move on. Um, yeah, that could come back, and uh, we'll see if that rivalry goes uh, later on in the season here. Yeah, and Crafton spun out almost three or four times off the bumper of Nemechek. Nemechek was really aggressive there, but you have to be a, at a place like that. Luckily, nothing happened, but obviously Crafton not happy. Uh, Nemechek goes into Martinsville up 36. Rhodes is up 35. Crafton is up 10, and Creed is plus five so that makes Friesen down five Chandler Smith minus 34 Hosevar minus 37 and Zane Smith minus 40 I tell you what Chandler Smith Hosevar and Zane Smith are must win Friesen could point his way in but Creed runs well at Martinsville Crafton does this is going to be a tight battle here coming to the end it all's on an FS1 at noon on Saturday tomorrow so uh yeah yeah get your popcorn ready uh, it's Martinsville weekend. I've been looking forward to this one. If it's anything like last year, man, it's it's uh, can't-miss racing, man, to watch this weekend. Absolutely. I love Martinsville. Talking about Vegas on the list, Martinsville's at or near the top, though. That uh, We need to go there. We need to go there. All right, let's go. Let's get it done. We're, we ain't <laughs> talking about it. We only got one life to live. We were just talking about that before we came on here. So, yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> I'm all for that. Let's do it. Uh, let's get into the Xfinity series now. We'll go back to Las Vegas for them as well. Uh, big wreck after the competition caution. Four wide kind of uh, started that. Josh Berry and Riley Herbst make contact to start it. Playoff drivers involved. Clements, Jeff, uh, Jeb Burton, Herbst. Um, man, uh, Vegas, it had a way of uh, wrecking out there. You know, Allgaier was leaking right off the beginning there, and it was wondering if he was putting putting something down on the track. So, uh, yeah, there was a, a question about him um, uh, messing up the track there. So uh, that was part of the first part of that race. Yeah, you're right. Um, they questioned that a bunch, and it was leaking. I don't. It, they said it wasn't much. It was from the seal of the the rear end there, just over over. I had too much fluid in it, essentially. Um, and they said it kind of dried up. So interesting development there. Stage one was won by A.J. Allmendinger. Then it was Hemrick, Sindrick, Gibbs, Gregson, Harrison Burton, Sieg, Jones, Barry, and Moffitt. Stage two was won by Allgaier. Then it was Ty Dillon, Sindrick, Gregson, Hemrick, Barry, Gibbs, Moffitt, A.J., and Haley. Yeah, Nemechek got busted for too many. He went through too many boxes, you know, when he was in his pit. You know, the, the pits of this year – has caused so many penalties, and, you know, and I think that's going to be something that we have to look forward to, that uh, some of these teams are pushing their limits on pit road, and uh, 
lot of penalties uh, that goes on. <laughs> it's it's going to determine the championship, ain't it? It it could. It's it's very important. You're pushing for everything you can get there, but it's a uh, it's a risk for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Moffitt gets into Haley, who spins. Look like retaliation, but I'm not sure from what. Haley is a playoff driver in the Xfinity series, so that was awfully strange. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, boys will be boys there, so we see how that goes. Another rivalry uh, might be brewing there. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Uh, Josh Berry goes on to win. How about that guy? I tell you what, he was filling in for Michael Annette. Allgaier second, Gregson third, then Cindric Hemrick Jones, Almendinger, Ty Dillon, Haley, and Harrison Burton. Barry dominated the last stage. He will be scary next year, in my opinion. And how about this? Uh, Junior Motorsports, one, two, three. At uh, The day before, we saw the truck series with Thorsport go one through four. Junior Motorsports uh, comes and then repeats them, essentially, one less, one through three. And uh, Gregson, who finished third, overcame a couple of pit road penalties. Yeah, he was speeding. And then uh, the 19, you know, uh, um, he had a loose wheel. Um, and then uh, 54 there, uh, Ty Gibbs, he got caught for speeding too. So once again, the 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 pits is uh, pits penalties have sure been uh, determining some of these races lately. Um, <laughs> I, I I swear, two out of three of these races coming this weekend is probably going to be determined by what goes on at pit road. And Martinsville is a tricky one. Oh yeah, yeah, that's one of the toughest, tightest ones there is, man. Well, then the Xfinity Series went to Talladega. Uh, Brandon Brown, Moffitt, Mayer, and Almendinger were four wide. Um, Brown and Mayer make contact. Mayer bounces off Moffitt and right into Almendinger. Hard hit there. Yeah, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, that, that definitely ended up uh, Almendinger's day. That was a tough hit. And, uh, well, that's, that's what goes on. Uh, a little early for that kind of a – kind of thing, but it's aggressive racing, man, and people are trying to get in. So, you know, get into the um, – get some of them stage points, you know. Everything's everything's on. So this is the time of year that you ex- expect that stuff. I think my letters right here said 16. I got in pe- capital letters. Smash, I got written on my notes here. So it, <laughs> in capital letters. So, yeah, that was definitely a hard hit by EJ. Yeah, and, and Mayer got the worst of it. Uh, hard hit for him. That's a guy that could use some luck. Uh, doesn't matter what he do. And, and he was saying in his interview after saying he wasn't really racing that hard because they weren't going to get up into the stage points anyway, so it didn't really pay. So he wasn't the happiest there. But uh, that's, uh, again, we talked about it with the truck race. That's Talladega. Uh, right. Stage one was won by Nemechek. Then it was Jeb Burton, Herbst, Sindrick, Harrison Burton, Snyder, Elgeyer, Jones, Perkins, and Hemrick. Uh, Jeb and Moffitt make contact at one point. Moffitt spins, gets into Gregson, who goes head-on into the wall. Uh, glad Noah was okay. An- another hard hit. Gregson, Snyder, Baccarella, Ferrucci, uh, Jeff Earnhardt, C.J. McLaughlin, and, and others involved. Yeah. Once again, another sm- uh, big one that Gre- Gregson slammed hard in the 3-4. And then he come across – you know, and then uh, um, the O2, the O2 caught him. I'm uh, I'm kind of loose on these names. Brett, Brett Moffat just absolutely after he hit the wall, he come back, and then Moffat really finished him off. Yeah, um, Barry also had slight damage from it. There, there was a red flag after this incident. You know. 
the way Noah hit reminded me of Dale Sr.'s hit. It was uh, very scary watching that. It looked like the same damn angle and uh, same kind of incident. Uh, Gregson didn't necessarily go down on the apron, but he, he went kind of off the nose and then up into it. It, it, it reminded me so much of Dale Sr.'s hit. Uh, it's actually giving me goosebumps thinking about it here. Uh, very, very scary. Yep, I can see that, man. The angle of that to go up there and hit the same kind of angle. Man, them soft walls and, and the Hans device and everything has made the safety so, um, you know, make them so much safer. What you worry about is when you come back off the wall, you know, and then come back down and if your driver's door is exposed or whatever, you know, that's the scary part when everybody else is going to come back in and pile into you. Um, we've seen some pretty nasty wrecks this year where somebody's half dead in the water and then they get absolutely smeared. And uh, we've been fortunate nobody's gotten hurt. Yeah, very fortunate. Thankfully, safety inventions have come so far that uh, no one's gotten really hurt a whole lot. And uh, But it's it's always there. We can always keep improving. So NASCAR's, I'm sure they're looking at these crashes with a fine comb here and, and looking into it because you're never never done with safety yeah they, they take those they take those vehicles and and they study them and you know they've been doing that for years and they learn from every one of them and um, hey their track record has been very very good and just hopefully they don't uh, um, get lax with it you gotta you gotta push that every every time and, and keep safety number one for these guys no doubt um, shortly after that, Moffitt and Harrison Burton made contact and it was on again. Burton, Moffitt, Hertz, Nemechek, Williams, LeBay, Jason White, Jeb Burton got a piece of it. And that caution actually ended the race due to darkness. Uh, Brandon Brown won this race. Um, awesome to see such a, a small funded team again. Winning there, uh, Jones was second, Allgaier, Hemrick, Anderson, Haley, Jeb Burton, Sindrick, Barry, and Graf Jr. Uh, how about uh, Anderson, who was up there, Jordan Anderson? He hasn't had the opportunity to race a whole lot in the Xfinity Series due to the point situation earlier in the season. That team has had Josh Berry and a few others in it. Great job by that team finishing uh, in the top 10. You know, it was a cool win, as I just said, for Brandon Brown, but um, – how is it possible that we can continue to end under darkness? Uh, and I'm not saying that Talladega needs lights. I think you leave Talladega alone. But at what point does this hurt NASCAR and racing that TV kind of controls this? Why aren't we starting it earlier? I mean, we, I mean. I, yeah. yeah, it's either that or make it a 250 lap race instead of 300. But yeah, you're right. TV has been actually dictating what time to start these races, and I believe that race started what at four o'clock. You know, so and um, hey, it's getting darker in the fall here all the time. A little bit earlier, and um, you know, when we see it on TV, it looks like it's a lot lighter what it is. Um, you know, when I take my videos and stuff like that um, at local races, um, the, the videos don't give it justice of just how dark it is. Uh, when you look um, maybe up in the tower and you see the lights in the uh, in the tower, um, you, they really stick out. Or if you look at the um, the flashing light on top of the pace car, of how much it might reflect off the off the wall, um, you know, in areas like that, 
Um, yeah, the videos don't give it justice of just how dark it gets. So uh, for safety reasons, yeah, they call it six lap shorts. And, uh, and Brandon Brown gets his first win. Another first time winner. Yeah. Um, second of the weekend there. Um, I'm just frustrated with that. I, I don't understand why we as a sport, and I'll say we um, put ourselves in that position. It just it's frustrating as uh, as a fan on my end. Well, I guess maybe with the TV contract and, you know, we're talking big money. And so I guess, you know, that's why the TV – TV networks get to get to say so on that, and <laughs> you uh, you have to cater to that, I guess. But you're right, you're right. If NASCAR is running the show, they're the ones that should dictate when they run the race. But it could be frustrating. But uh, um, 250 mile or 300 miles, I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, NASCAR will have to look into that. Well, and I'm not even saying that TV shouldn't be the primary lead catalyst for it. Uh, because they are pouring in so much to the sport, but why why not start it an hour earlier? Is that really going to make that big of a difference? I mean, maybe, but even a half hour, you know, especially at a track like Talladega, that anything's possible. So, I just I I'll, I'll digress here, but I don't understand it. Well, it it all depends what the show is on before there. You know, if there's let's say let's just say for instance there's golf on. You know, well. They have a contract with golf, you know, and then they, they have their time slot. You know, that's the way the network set that all up. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it could be a frustrating kind of thing. Um, you know, what you, you kind of got on that earlier this year uh, once one and when a caution came out, or you tell them when a caution comes out that's going to end the race. Um, <clears throat> you know, NASCAR has got to uh, shoot from the hip when they're uh, – um, making the making the calls at the end of the race when darkness sets in. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, hopefully they can improve on it, make you feel better. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. I think it was New Hampshire, wasn't it, where they called it, it was eight laps short, and why couldn't you just say that the race is going to end at the next caution because you're talking about four minutes, you know? Is that – I mean, what's what's four minutes? Anyway, moving on. I'm frustrated by it. I've said it before, like you said, um, but moving on. The Xfinity Series went to the Roval next for the cutoff race. Uh, it was a rough stage one for Justin Allgaier. Oh, my gosh. Cindric uh, dominated, but Pitt with three to go. That handed the stage to Daniel Hemrick. Then it was Almendinger, Gregson, Gibbs, Haley, Jones, Herbst, Harrison Burton, Jeb Burton, and Clements. And there's Hemrick up front again, winning all these stage races, but he just can't seem to finish the deal again. Yeah, you were harping on that earlier season. I've been harping on it. Uh, it's, I mean, he's been so close, man. I, I mean, and I, and I honestly think when the first one comes, they'll start uh, coming at a quicker. Even, you know, he's moving over to College Racing next year. Maybe, maybe that's going to be the right deal for him. Yeah, that'll that'll help a lot. But uh, yeah, he just keeps coming up, <laughs> coming up short, winning stage races and finishing second, third, or whatever. Um, his attitude is is spot on, though. I mean, he, he just says, hey, I give the best I can. I can live with that as long as he knows that he's trying the best he can. I mean, what what can you say? I mean, sometimes your best ain't good enough. But, uh, you know, yeah, got to get a luck thrown in there just a little bit, too. So um, it'll come. You know, just got to be patient. Could be this weekend, man. Yeah, how many times have we talked to drivers at the short track level and say, what do you need to finish – um, 
either before the race or after the race, actually, how much, what do you need to be able to finish in victory lane? And the, how many times have we heard the word luck this year? It, it actually shocked me how many people said that at the same races uh, over and over. It, uh, it was eye-opening. But, yeah, luck is definitely part of it. Uh, Josh Balicki kills the curb, and the car was destroyed. Uh, red flag to work on the curb, so a little bit of a flashback to Indy. Yeah, there's that curb incident again. So, yeah, these these front ends are so low on the car, and they just dig in, just like a forklift at my work just does the same thing. You can actually peel up concrete if <laughs> you got them stuck in the ground. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, they're, they're going to have to look at these turtles, you know, and, and figure out uh, how they can avoid these cars just uh, um, wrecking. You know, they're, they're working on the grass part of it to save the front ends. Maybe they have to look at the turtles, too. Yeah, they're going to be looking at that closely for next year. I'm positive on that. Uh, stage two, won by Daniel Hemrick once again. Then it was Haley, Snyder, Gregson, Clements, Jones, Harrison Burton, Gibbs, Jeb Burton, and Mayer. Gibbs and Harrison Burton make contact coming to the stage end. Um, I don't understand why Ty Gibbs, why that happened. If I'm Ty Gibbs and you know Harrison is going for the championship here, that just uh, didn't make much sense to me. Um, but uh, Tommy Joe Martins uh, pummels the wall. It made it go into overtime. Hemrick in sixth was the first to pit. Mayer and Gibbs make contact, and Gibbs spins or saves it, however you look at it. A.J. Almendinger wins the race. Then it was Sindrick, Hemrick, Haley, Jones, Gregson, Pardis, Snyder, Alm- uh, Allgaier, Mayer. A.J.'s engine started missing, coming to the white flag, and he made it all the way back around. Yeah, just back, made it back. Hey, you know, you got to think of some of these guys that aren't running in the championship and how they race the guys that are in the championship. Uh, you don't want to be that guy that's going <laughs> to take out somebody that's um, um, in the championship hunt. But uh, they're there the race, too. And so it's a fine line, you know. Um, um, if you end up taking out a championship runner that's, you know, trying to fight for a championship and you're not in it, um, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some um, communication and conflict afterwards, but uh, the guys that ain't in the championship, I mean, their sponsors are there and they're racing for their sponsor and their team and they have a right to be there. But uh, um, sometimes it's unfortunate that uh, guys that ain't in the championship run end up taking somebody out like that. Well, that's been a hot topic of discussion here as of late, because you see uh, in all three to, uh series here primarily the xfinity series and cup series as of late but for gibbs i, I the gibbs thing uh it all kind of is interesting but gibbs especially with harrison burton racing for gibbs you know one thing that did cross my mind is maybe um you know with harrison burton moving on maybe it's not that big of a deal if harrison burton doesn't win the championship to them uh, that crossed my mind i'm sure that's not the case but uh, it flashed through my mind for one second um I don't know. You know, that's Gibbs almost taking out a Gibbs driver. It's uh, it was interesting to me. But um, how about Jeb Burton, Snyder, Clements, and Herbst? Their playoffs come to an end after this. Uh, AJ, Sindrick, Allgaier, Gregson, Hemrick, Haley, Harrison Burton, and Jones all advanced. Yep. So that's the stout eight right there. So um, yeah, we'll move on and we'll see what happens here at Martinsville this week or who moves on to the championship four. Yeah, and actually we still got to talk about Texas and Kansas yet, so we'll tell you what positions they're in yet. Uh, Texas, 
not a whole lot of going on actually. Uh, stage one was won by Sindrick, Gregson, AJ Elgire, Annette, Haley, Harrison Burton, Clements, Moffin, and Braun were the rest of the top 10. Uh, lots of uh, vibrations discussions in stage two, weirdly. Nemechek wins stage two. Then it was Hemrick, Mayer, Jeb Burton, Haley, Herbst, Annette, Elgire, Gregson, and AJ. Uh, AJ brushes Noah's tire in the pits in the left front. Uh, uh, interesting. They both had to come back down uh, pit road. Yeah, yeah. So um, this uh, this thing that's going with these vibrations, these guys are thinking that they're um, they're loose tires, but I guess it's the um, the make of the tire that's been coming out lately. That they come in and they they check them out and hey, they're not loose. Uh, there's just something going on with the the manufacturing of the tire that they've gotten lately. I believe that's my my uh, observation of that. Well, I think you're onto something potentially because we've seen that heavily at the short track level where even some races were canceled due to the tire shortage. And I'm sure Goodyear is going through the same thing. So uh, you certainly could be onto something. I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, I talked to someone about it and they said Goodyear is, is hurting as well. So I wouldn't be shocked uh, by that. Um, Brandon Brown got too high and uh, spun, clobbers the inside wall there. Nemechek goes on to win. Hemrick, Gregson, Elgire, Sindrick, AJ Elmendinger, Haley, Harrison Burton, Annette, and Jones were the top 10. Um, that 54 car certainly has it going on right now. Yeah, but, you know, there was 50, 50 laps to go, and their crew jumped out on pit road too fast. He got a penalty from that, and so he had to start from the back, and it was quite interesting. He was taking two, three cars, passing them. And um, he went to one that race if there wanted to have been some ca- timely cautions for him, and it worked out again. Hey, Hemrick gets his 10th second place. <laughs> and, and once again, he's one, one short. But uh, Nemechek and that 54, that, that vehicle is whoever's going to be a full-time ride in that car next year is going to have a heck of a run. Who is that? Who is in the 54? Have they named that? I don't believe they've named it yet. I assume that Gibbs will be in the 18. Uh, but um, there's a lot of shaking and moving. And actually, I was going to say that at the end, that we'll catch up with silly season after since we're going through so many uh, races here and a lot of discussion because there's been a lot of moving parts uh, over the last month or so. Yep, yep. So um, whoever lands in that vehicle for some reason, I mean, um, whoever lands in it. I mean, when Kyle runs it, it runs great. When and now John Nemechek is in there, he's fine. And when uh, Gibbs is in there, it runs really good. That that fifty four car, there's just something about it. It's just set up perfect, and uh, it's the it's the vehicle to be. Absolutely, and, and it's got a lot of talent in it too. I mean, all those drivers are really great at what they do. Uh, speaking of the fifty four, let's get into Kansas. Uh, uh, the last race we'll talk about here for the uh, Xfinity series um, before we get into the cup series, Lupton brushes the wall and gets into the right rear of Buford. Huge hit for Jade Buford. Uh, another one, uh, just unbelievable. Some of these hits that these guys are taking stage one was won by Elmendinger. Then it was Hemrick, Sindrick, Gibbs, Elgire, Snyder, Gregson, Jones, Haley, and Annette. Stage two was won by Sindrick. Then it was Gibbs, Hemrick, Gregson, Snyder, Elmendinger, Harrison Burton, Elgire, Meyer, Mayer, and Haley. Yeah, that Buford incident was kind of scary. He wasn't getting out of that vehicle. And, you know, with that, that composite body they have on Xfinity cars, usually they hold up really well. But that one was destroyed. 
it folded up really well. And I'm just like, wow, is he, uh, is he okay? They were talking to him for a little bit. Might've just knocked the wind out of him. So, but uh, yeah, that car was tore up. Yeah. Bad. Um, on the restart, Hemrick slides up in front of Gregson. Gregson had a lot of momentum there. They make contact. Hemrick spins or actually both of them spin. Uh, you know, there's some history there too. So I'm sure there's not as much give and take there. Uh, unfortunate for for them they had a little bit of damage but were able to continue uh there was a good battle between harrison burton gregson and sam mayer three wide even at times but coming into the trial though mayer just catches burton's left rear in and uh burton spins hard into the wall and collects gregson yeah he timed it just 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 not not right he just touched him just a little bit and um, yeah, scary to see the 20 go flying across the, the front stretch like that and took Gregson out. He had nowhere to go. And, you know, um, remember back in the day, those two were duking it out, punching each other out on pit road or in the pits and everything like that. And, well, they both huh, were talked about it, and they both got an ambulance ride to the infield care center. Yeah, it's interesting that we bring that up a little bit too because we talked about Hemrick and Gregson making contact earlier. And, Gregson and Hemrick had punches thrown uh, earlier this year at each other. Uh, and Harrison Burton uh, fist bumped Hemrick after he went over there and got Gregson a little bit. So uh, they're not the friendliest over in the Gibbs camp against Gregson, but uh, they had a, a fine discussion just talking about what happened there and how they felt about it uh, after. How about uh, the 54 again? As we mentioned, Ty Gibbs wins the race. Then it was Sindrick, AJ, Haley. Sieg, Moffitt, Annette, Mayer, Allgaier, and Snyder. Uh, going into Martinsville, Sindrick is plus 47. So is A.J. Allmendinger. Allgaier is up nine. Hemrick is up seven. Haley is down seven. Gregson is down 24. Jones is minus 40, and Harrison Burton is minus 51. I would say for sure Jones and Harrison Burton are must win if Gregson ain't as well. Yeah, that's for sure. So, <laughs> yeah, but you never know, man. You never know if somebody has an incident. Um, everything can change around. It's worth watching for sure. But, uh, yep, uh, once again, Martinsville. You know, they haven't raced, what was it, last year they raced her, and then they haven't raced her like in 14 years or something like that. So there isn't much information on, information on uh, the Xfinity Series at Martinsville. For many, many years they never ran there. No, but I think what helps the the drivers is most of them race there in the truck series, so that helps. Um, and any, I'll tell you this: any one of those are eight are capable of winning, so it's going to be a heck of a show. Yeah, for sure. And they're starting that late in the afternoon, and so um, that race is pretty much going to be under the lights. So we got a double header on Saturday. Um, you know, the cups, uh, the trucks run at noon. And I'm going through my paperwork here. I think it's 4 o'clock is the Xfinity race at Martinsville. So, um, no, it's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock on NBC Sportsnet. So, 5 o'clock, that's 6 o'clock Eastern time. Um, that race is, as I'm looking at it <laughs> right now, at 6 o'clock here, it's going to be dark. So, we got a, we got a night race for the Xfinity Series. Um, ain't, haven't, had, haven't had too many Martinsville races under the lights, so... Uh, be interesting yeah i'll be looking forward to that absolutely yeah something different there uh it's gonna be awesome but uh let's get into the cup series finally here 
going back to Las Vegas once again. Uh, Truex and Byron went to the rear for this one uh, for tech issues. Stage one was won by Larson. Then it was Kyle Busch, Hamlin, Blaney, Byron, Elliott, Reddick, Harvick, Matt Benedetto, and Truex. A uh, huge hit for Joey Gase. Left rear tire came off entering the corner, and he got air. Yeah, he got air. It just absolutely destroyed that car, too. That was a strange incident. All of a sudden, just watch that tire go flying off. So, um, yep. Uh, stage two was won by Hamlin. Then it was Kyle Busch, Reddick, Truex, Logano, Brad Kozlowski, Kurt Busch, Harvick, Austin Dillon, and Bubba Wallace. Bowman had a tire puncture. Then Byron had a flat tire. Both had a pit there. Unfortunate for those two. Hamlin goes on and wins the race. Then it was Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, Truex, Blaney, Reddick, Brad Kozlowski, Kurt Busch, Harvick, and Larson. You know, there was a lot of people that were having flat tires. Let's go back to that 15 car when it wrecked um, in turn two. And I remember seeing the parts and pieces, and it hit kind of hit the frame of the camera. It didn't break the camera lens, but you could see all the parts and pieces that there was shrapnel that flew. And I just wonder if they didn't clean the track up. There was so many people that were dealing with flat tires and tires going down there at Vegas on that race. Yeah, I agree. They were complaining about it all race. Really. Um, it was, it was interesting. A lot of vibrations, a lot of tire issues. Uh, yeah, I think you're onto something again. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, once again, the penalties on pit road, you know, loose wheels and, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, Briscoe was on baby watch there, and, and then his flight was canceled. And so he had a hell, hell of a way to get back to the racetrack. I guess he made it within a half hour before the race came up. So uh, there was a baby a baby watch race that was going on with, <laughs> with Briscoe to get back over to Vegas so he could start the race. Yeah. Oh. Um, congratulations to the Briscoes, uh, Chase and Marissa. Uh, they dealt with a lot of – uh, issues, a couple of miscarriages that's uh, hits home for me a lot and uh, really cool to see that everything was okay and everything worked out all right for them. Uh, they were pretty excited. You know, you think back uh, last year at um, Darlington and Chase Briscoe took the lead with 50 to go and he's crying because of that first miscarriage. Well, they had another one and uh, yeah, that's uh, man, super awesome for them. I'm, I'm so happy for them. Yeah, got a bouncing baby boy out of that whole thing. So that's a cool deal. Absolutely. Uh, then next they went to Talladega. You know, this would be an interesting one. It actually got delayed to Monday. Byron pushes Elgire, but it went wrong. Elgire wrecks into Larson. Briscoe got a piece of it as well. Priest also got a piece. Stage one ends under yellow. It was won by Chris Busher. Then it was Logano, Kozlowski, Harvick, Reddick, Blaney, Elliott, Chastain, Kurt Busch and Bowman, and then another rain delay came. Dang it, I hate rain at a racetrack, dude. It's just a bummer. Um, yeah, with that wreck with Larson, he had nowhere to go, and it just caught him, you know, right behind the, the front left tire, and it was just enough to, to screw up his steering, and, and he struggled with that, uh, trying to get that thing straightened out. I mean, he could never get that thing to one. Yeah. Um. Bowman was leading and got a shove from Chase and Stenhouse. Bowman goes hard into the wall, collects Chastain, Truex, Reddick, Kyle Busch, Priest got a piece of it. McLeod got a piece, uh, Balicki and Ware. Then Priest goes hard into the wall on the backstretch, collects Byron and Matt Benedetto. 
and it started to rain under caution. And who was leading? No other than Bubba Wallace. How about that? Bubba Wallace wins the race. He dedicated the win to all the kids that don't get opportunities and deal with BS. Says to stay true to your path. I thought that was a cool message. Uh, how about this? It was also Booty Barker's first win as a crew chief. He was 0-483 prior. Pretty incredible there. It almost makes you think of uh, Michael Waltrip a little bit. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, and, and the rain delay and trying to beat the darkness and everything, and just there was a long period there, and that rain just wouldn't let up, you know. And once again, Bubba Wallace, a first-time winner. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go here. It's it's amazing how in the other two series we had first-time winners, and everybody uh, really liked those wins. Uh, but when Bubba Wallace, it seems like a lot of people dislike him. Uh, don't think that he has the talent for it. And on social media, um, it was rather sickening of some of the stuff that was put out there. Um, I wasn't a fan of what I seen, some of these comments that people were saying about Bubba Wallace. He earned it. Some people say that it was fixed, that they called it at a certain time. I call bull on that. Um, Bubba Wallace deserved that. He won the race. And, uh, hey, kudos to him, man. Good stuff. So before I, I – talk to you about that a little bit uh it was the first time ever that there were had been three first time winners on the same weekend of course okay people are gonna say well it wasn't on the weekend it was delayed it's monday same race weekend i'm gonna call it that that's what it is um so that was pretty cool you know ever since bubba was uh you know bubba was had a lot of fans when he first got up and everyone said yep he deserves to be in that 43 car I don't know what happened over the years. Um, if more and more so people got on social media, but it is so negative, like you said, it's sickening, it's nasty. He earned it. I totally agree with you. I couldn't have said it better than you did. Think about this. If, if, you're, if you're one of those fans that are saying that or, or don't think he has the talent or he didn't earn it, everyone knew that the rain was coming. And who got to the front of the field? Bubba Wallace. Everyone else was trying to do what he was doing, and he did it. So I, I don't understand where those people are coming from. Um, it's so unfortunate that, you know, a human being has to deal with some of the stuff that he's dealt with. Um, I feel so bad for him, but I'm so happy that he, he got that win. Um, you know, they came in with high expectations. I expect them to be better within the next two or three years with this new car. And with Michael Jordan and Demi, Denny Hamlin behind him, uh, I expect I, I, this is not his only win, in my opinion. Well, now with Kurt Busch going to join that team, so you got a two-car team, that's definitely going to help so they can compare notes and they can move on um, that way too. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad that you and I both feel the same way about the whole situation. You know, first time win, give it to him, you know. Um, <laughs> he earned it. Um, I know they tried to dry the track. I mean, they did everything that they could to get that track dry before darkness. And, and once when that second rainstorm came and it wiped the track out, well, then that was the end of it. And, and Bubba Wallace wins that. So good, good deal for him. And it rained for a long time after that, even. So the track, it was gone. It was with no lights. There was no way because it didn't just get the track wet again. It rained for quite a while after that. So, um, yeah, that argument is uh, – I, I don't understand it. Um, 
you know, people are going to be people, but uh, yeah, you know, and you said, Oh, I'm going to go there. You know, that that's your right, you know, and I, I totally agree with you. And some, some people are just frustrating, but uh, Bubba Wallace wins at Talladega. Cool to see that only the second African American to win. Uh, and remember uh, since we're talking about this, he is the first African American to win and actually get that trophy from the win because Wendell Scott did not get that trophy. In fact, I think the family finally got it earlier this year, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, just incredible. Brad Kozlowski was second. Then it was Logano, Kurt Busch, Bell, Busher, Hamlin, Harvick, Jones, and Alfredo. Yeah, we've come a long way, haven't we? To finally <laughs> giving trophies away 50 years later. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of keyboard warriors out there. I mean, you know, when it comes to face and face, face-to-face with somebody, they probably wouldn't say something what they do of being on the keyboard. So sometimes that's kind of tiring. And you got to overlook it and see the ignorance of the human race out there and just overlook that and um, try not to get frustrated by it. So, but anyway, all in all, Talladega, good race, uh, typical Talladega. I'm glad we don't do that all the time. Um <laughs> Um, you know, when we race it on iRacing, it's intense. I mean, when you get done, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're shaking and everything like this. It's intense racing. It gives everybody in the field a chance. Everybody's got a shot to win that race at the right time. Um, but I'm glad that we don't restrict or play race all the time, even though it's exciting. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad we don't do that. I wish we had still had more short track racing. I'm still begging for short track racing. Yeah, and I think you'll see more of that. I, I agree with you. I'm glad we don't do plate racing all the time, uh, for sure. Um, but just last thing on the whole bubble wall, I mean, that's it's. how do you look at a person? It's a human being at the end of the day. I don't understand where people come from, but moving on, uh, cool deal. Uh, I think you'll see more short tracks, by the way, coming up here in the next few years, so that's pretty cool. The Roval was, after that, a cutoff race. Early incidents were for Newman, Priest, and Almirola. Stage one was run by Elliott. Then it was Almendinger, Blaney, Truex, Logano, Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch, Byron, McDowell, and Harvick. Briscoe spins after contact with Stenhouse. Stage two was won by Kyle Busch, Elliott, uh, Harvick, Blaney, Logano, Larson, Keselowski, Truex, Bowman, and Byron were um, the top ten there. And, and Larson and Bowman were dealing with electrical issues while this was going on, too. Yeah, Almondinger went out on lap 57, he popped the motor, you know. He was up front, and he could have been a contender there, and, uh, yep, the old motor on his engine went. So that was one uh, strong swing that uh, was out early. How about Larson's team? They changed an alternator belt during caution. Uh, could have been out of the – he could be out of the playoffs at this point. It switched where he was out. It was kind of unbelievable. Harvick then takes out Chase Elliott. Here's, here's going to be another discussion, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we go. Uh, you, know, you and I talked a lot about this when we were down at Winchester. Yeah. Um, payback from Bristol, uh, uh, no doubt no doubt about it. Harvick committed it after. To me, it was a BS move. And then I have here, why would why would you be focusing on payback, payback instead of advancing? Uh, I have no idea why that would cross your mind when you're trying to race for a championship, you still got a shot at it. Um, makes no sense to me. Uh, Chase Elliott's bumper was loose due to it. Then it fell off and caused a caution. It's not a required part to have on the car. So uh, they were going to have to do some work, but it, was, uh, it wasn't required. So they were able to work on it a little bit. 
Yeah, but guess what? Karma came back and <laughs> reared its ugly head just a little bit later in the race. And uh, yeah, um, Harvick, um, during the, once when the race went on, Chase caught Harvick and they were going down the front stretch. And, and when Harvick went into turn one, he, uh, he locked it up, the front left locked, and it just went straight. And I don't know how Bell missed him. Christopher Bell just turned, and the four went shooting across his nose. And, uh, you know, they got that padding there at, what is that, heartbreak, heartbreak corner, heartbreak turn. and uh, Heartburn. Heartburn, yeah. It gives you a heartburn. But there's, there's like last year, Chase Elliott hit that and bounced back and didn't do no front-end damage, but Harvick missed it by about a few feet and just destroyed that uh, that Ford Mustang. Uh, he crushed that pretty pretty much, and that was uh, that was his season all done. Yeah, and before we get into that, Reddick got into Byron, and that makes Byron miss the chicane. He was leading for a long time before caution. Also, he did not stop like he should have. NASCAR said he was okay, though. That was a great call. I don't understand that at all, but I think kind of the – the contact did Byron in anyway. So I guess it evened out a little bit. I still feel bad for Byron. I think he got the bad end of the deal with it. Um, yep. Then Harvick misses turn one and nails the wall. Chase Elliott was two car behind two cars behind him at that point. I think Harvick may have been looking in the rear view mirror a little bit and uh, in doing that. And of course, Elliott's team said uh, that's karma at its finest. And that ended Harvick's chances at a, at a championship. That's why I don't understand why payback would even be on your mind. If he doesn't make contact with Chase Elliott there, he's not worried about Chase Elliott. He's trying to advance forward. The whole thing is, it doesn't make any sense to me. First off, I think you and I were talking about the Bristol incident on the podcast few, few weeks ago. And in my mind, and I like Harvick and I like Chase, but in my mind, Chase could have wiped Harvick out there and ended his playoffs, but he didn't. And Harvick actually advanced because he finished second at Bristol. Now, it wasn't a win. You're, there's other things involved, right? There's Christmas bonuses, all this stuff for a win. But it could have ended a lot worse for Kevin, and it didn't. So he still advanced and still had a shot. So I didn't understand why he would even be thinking payback to begin with because my mind would be, well, I got into him. It caused a front tire racing for the win. He cost me the win then too, but I cost him the win first and I'm still advancing. So uh, that's my mindset. I've, racers are obviously different. I would love to hear a racer's opinion on it. Um, Cause they're, it, it's just a different breed. We talk about that all the time, but uh, the whole thing doesn't make sense to me. Uh, moving on a little bit here before we have a great quote. Uh, Larson wins the race. He was out of the playoffs at one point due to the alternator belt issue, but he comes back to win. He was clear and set sail onto the next round. Uh, Reddick, Busher, Kyle Busch, Hamlin, Benedetto, Logano, Bell, Blaney, and Bowman um, rounded out the top 10 there. Harvick, Byron, Bowman, Bell all eliminated. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to get touched back when they missed the uh, the bus stop on the backstretch. Denny Hamlin, he missed it that one time, and he realized that, you you know, you have to stop. So they give you a stop place over off of Turn 4, Charlotte 4 there. And so when you miss that corner on the backstretch back in a bus stop there, he just give her, and he just comes flying around there. So no use delaying there, and then go over there, and then stop, and then move on. Uh, smart move. I mean, that was um, 
thinking real fast of uh, where, to, where to stop for that. And I thought Denny Hamlin did an excellent job on uh, fixing that problem that when he missed that uh, bus stop. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, absolutely quick thinking there. Uh, you know, we just announced who was eliminated, but Larson, Hamlin, Truex, Blaney, Cowbush, Elliott, Logano, and Brad all advanced after the Roval. And they interviewed Chase Elliott after, of course, the Roval. And he had a, the quote of the year maybe. Uh, he said, well, I wish Kevin and the four team uh, to have a merry off season and a happy Christmas. Um, <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, Mark, uh, Chase Elliott, he doesn't back down from anyone, even though uh, he's pretty clean racer. He's been involved in a few dust-ups now over the last year or two. Um, but his one-liners are hilarious. And uh, the Chase Elliott store has these thing Christmas uh, shirts on sale that say this. It's pretty funny and a genius marketing move on their part. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just genius in my mind. I actually think those shirts were on sale for the next day. They were on uh, the Elliott website. Just all of a sudden, he made the comment. Next thing you know, hey, you can buy these shirts just by his little comment <laughs> when he said it in Texas. So, yeah, good marketing deal. He makes some money off of that. Yeah, I forget what the first marketing deal they had last year was something with duck hunting or something like that. I can't remember what exactly happened to make them do that, but there's uh they have a good marketing team over there. It's uh it's pretty funny. Um let's move on. Then the next round started at Texas for the Cup Series. Bubba got loose out of turn 2 and an instant parking lot happened. Boy, you go from uh hero a few weeks four to kind of a, a zero there for lack of a better term uh just unfortunate uh, he admitted it was just a bad mistake on his part it happens to everyone uh bowman bubba stenhouse chastain priest almirola and others involved there kyle bush got a piece of it too it wasn't uh too bad though yeah you know and then elliot he had to start to the back because he uh failed field uh, inspection to start out you know it seems like him and truex always seem to find their way always in the back because they can't uh, pass uh, tech uh, to start the races up and then uh at the comp caution you know then uh, kyle bush he got busted for speeding so once again here we go with these pit pit stop uh penalties again you know so um definitely uh is going to determine uh championship uh for this season yeah yep uh kyle bush after he got a piece of that he goes on and wins stage one then it was blaney larson kurt bush byron briscoe hamlin elliott reddick and brad kozlowski stage two was won by larson then it was byron blaney harvick kozlowski kurt bush hamlin briscoe reddick and kyle bush hamlin runs briscoe high and briscoe brushes the wall eventually it cuts a tire down and he spins causing a yellow you know what those two had an incident down in Indy. Do you think that factored into this at all? It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. You never know. And then uh, also, also, you know, um, Logano blew a motor, and I guess he said that's the first time they blew an engine at Penske for seven years, even though that's a Roush, Roush motor. But uh, they have dependable motors, and uh, that uh, has now put Logano uh, against the ropes. Ford. Simmer down. <laughs> um, yep, that was the first time. I know, in- <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> that was the first time in a long time that Logano blew a motor. You're right. Uh, it's it's going to put him in a hole a little bit. Uh, after that, Kyle Bush makes contact with Busher. What a save by Chris Busher. My, my word. Um, 
Frisco makes contact with Alfredo as this was happening, and Alfredo goes hard into wall. Big fire. He was okay, but there's another big hit. Yeah, for sure. And then, and then once when Suarez finally took out uh, Truex, and I got in capital letters here, wow! And you know that just was um, contact that was there, and and that was just like the same thing you talked about, Dale Earnhardt. You know, going into the angle of the wall when Truex went flying into that wall. I mean, oh my God, that car just just shot off to the right side, and you know and walks away from it just like it's amazing but man just the angle and the speed of how they hit that wall it's just crazy man yeah um you know blaney and hamlin made contact that eventually cut hamlin's tire down and he spun there were three wide when contact was made that truex slams the wall after contact with suarez busher and briscoe make contact busher spins and collects denny again denny continued on from that a lot of action here near the end of the race larson Wins, goes back-to-back, Byron second, Bell, Kozlowski, Harvick, Bellini, Elliott, Kalbush, Reddick, and Suarez were the rest of the top ten, and Kyle Larson advances to the championship four. You know, all them restarts, and, and Kyle Larson was on it every time. Every time he was there. Um, you know, too bad for Blaney. Um, Blaney's going to have to work uh, here at Martinsville to make that uh, make that work for him. Um, so all in all, good uh, good race. Um, um, yeah, we'll see where it goes. Texas, I like that place. Too bad we only raced there once because now they got the All Star race there. Um, I always like Texas. I like Texas. I want to see another year or two to see how it does. It's uh, it's provided some good racing. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, I like to see it's a mile and a half. The new the new configuration might be coming in a little bit here, which is good. So yeah, it, it provides some good race, and I like to see more of it though before I say we need to go there more than once. But uh, I thought Christopher Bell had to, had the right idea with the new tires, you know, but he only ended up in third place. And uh, you know, um, um, Reddick, you know, he was doing real well, but ended up with that tire rub at the end, and that's why he fell back to ninth place. But he was competitive all day. I'm expecting some wins to come out of him in the future, too, for Tyler Reddick. I agree. Uh, I think, you know, you look at these these young younger guys, uh, Byron, He, how many times has he finished second? He almost reminds me of uh, Hemrick a little bit. Granted, he's won a few races now. But Bell and Reddick, too, uh, I think there are going to be some people to watch next year for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, only going to get better. He's got the seat time. You know, they keep saying that Reddick and Larson, they grew up together and they raced against each other. And, um, yeah, it kind of looks like it. Them two really dance really well together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, let's get into Kansas now, the final race here, before we get into our Martinsville picks and a little discussion if we want to. Uh, how about uh, the wind down in Kansas? It caused a few people to hit the wall. Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, uh, a couple of cut tires due to that. Um, there was a lot of tire vibrations on top of it. Truex had a tire go down, Blaney as well. And then on top of it, William Byron's crew chief, Rudy Fugel, got hit by the top of his pit box. It blew the top of the pit box off, and that bar came across and hit him in the head. Uh, the wind was crazy down there. 
Yeah, I sent him to the infield care center during a red flag and then come back and he got back up in his perch. <laughs> hey, a little had a little war wound on the forehead, but uh, he carried on, man. <laughs> he got to be tough. He he did, yep. Uh, Kyle Larson wins stage one. Then it was Byron, Elliott, Kurt Busch, Hamlin, Harvick, Bowman, Chastain, Kyle Busch, and Reddick. How about Parker Kligerman at this point? He was up in 17th, I believe, and he got the lucky dog. And he ran in the top 20 for a long time with the Gaunt Brothers 96 car. And I think I've said this on the podcast earlier this year, where I think Parker Kligerman is the one of the most underrated drivers. I think he did a heck of a job in the truck series. Red Horse then shuts down. He goes to Kyle Busch Motorsports in the Xfinity series. Some things happened that were unfortunate there. None of his doing, or not many of his doing. And I have always enjoyed watching Parker Kligerman race, and this show, or this race, showcased his talent. Yeah, he still got a top 20 out of it. You know, he finished 20th, and... Uh... Yeah, there's just a little team that could, and he hasn't raced in a while. And, uh, yeah, he just said, like, the first uh, before the first count caution, it was like a, a mini test session for him to see how it feels and how it works, and then he could go racing from then on, you know. So, uh, quite, uh, quite entertaining. I'm telling you, he's one of the drivers that I have felt bad for and still kept an eye on and hoping he gets another chance because he's still relatively young. And uh, I think he deserves it, but uh, he's always a guy I'm watching. And I, I know I said it on a, on the podcast earlier, but uh, moving on, Kyle Busch hits the wall again, more damage this time than the last time. Stage two was won by Byron. Then it was Elliott, Larson, Kurt Busch, Harvick, Reddick, Bowman, Hamlin, Bubba Wallace, and Chastain. Austin, D Austin Dillon gets loose and up into Blaney. Blaney goes hard into the wall. He was doing so good on points until then. I think he was up like 34 or so before that hit, and he hit the wall hard, and it uh, was up against the wall for a little bit. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, how he put himself into the corner. Yeah, he broke the suspension on the – you could definitely see the the right front uh, was uh, actually skewed, and that, that totally ruined his whole day. But um, once again, here you got a car – that's not in the championship run, you know, Austin Dillon, and he got another 12. But once again, like I say, they have a right to be there. And, um, yeah, that wind was just wicked of the angle that it was blowing across from, like, turn one to turn three there when they were coming out of two. Um, and it just seemed like the car would want to sail. It's already tough as it is trying to get out of turn two there. That wall is always tight right there. When the wind affects that, yeah, a lot of people made a lot of contact and had problems with that. Yeah. And, you know, Dylan, nothing egregious there, just got loose. Uh, it's unfortunate that Blaney was to the outside. And him and Blaney are really good friends, so I'm hoping they can smooth that out there. The restarts were crazy. Chase brushed the wall a few times trying to catch Larson, but his car was okay, Chase Elliott that was. And Kyle Larson goes on and wins another one over Chase Elliott, Harvick, Kurt Busch, Hamlin, Byron, Truex, Bell, Logano, and Dylan. Um Larson wins in Ricky Hendricks paint scheme, 17 years to the day of that uh, tragic accident. Um, wow. That was, that was pretty special. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, um, you know, when you watch Chase Elliott, keep brushing the wall. Finally, he, he finally gave up. I, I had to, the second one was the final hit. Would you wonder how far is too much before you're going to cut a tire down? where you finally throw the white flag up and say, I'll just settle for second place. Um, you know, looking at the Xfinity series, I'm kind of looking forward to this new car coming out. This 
that these guys can maybe race a little bit more aggressively where they don't have to worry about tire rubs and, uh, um, you know, the, the, the right side being pancake like it does. Um, yeah, I think the Cup Series and their composite bodies can learn a lot from the Xfinity Series, and I think it'll make for better racing because they can be more aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we talked about that a few weeks ago too, Mark, and uh, we were both looking forward to that, so I'm glad to hear that composite body is getting on the new car. We, we thought it was coming, but, yep, that confirmed it on uh, NASCAR Race Hub this week. So that was awesome. Uh, the standings for the Cup Series, Larson obviously advances with his two wins in this round. Elliott is plus 34. Hamlin is plus 32. And Kyle Busch is plus one after all his bad luck. Blaney goes to minus one. Truex minus three. Brad minus six. And Logano minus 26. Again, any of these eight could win. Uh, Elliot and Hammond appear to be safe maybe for now, but uh, anything can happen, and uh, it's Martinsville. <laughs> it's Martinsville. It is Martinsville, and it's at 1 o'clock on NBC. And, uh, yeah, my world is going to stop for sure on Sunday. I've got many chores to do on Saturday to get done, but Sunday, um, yeah, that is that – is, I'm not watching no NFL football, no Packer game. Um, I'll keep up with football on the side, but Martinsville is what I'm going to be zeroed in on this week, man. No doubt about it. Um, how about this discussion a little bit before we get into our picks for Martinsville? Uh, Clinton Boyer, Tony Stewart, and Dale Jr. tested that new – that next-gen car down at Bowman Gray to see – how it would do on tight quarters kind of getting ready for the uh, Coliseum. And I saw Dale Jr.'s quotes and he said it had the most grip and was the best driving car he's, he's ever had. So um, interesting uh, notes about the car. Yeah, but we're going to see what tight quarters is on that little Coliseum. I mean, that's going to be the first time we're going to see that car um, (laughs) in competition. I don't know if that's going to end up being a, what kind of a show that's going to turn out to be, but that's, that's the first thing out of the box next year. So that's something to look forward to. So we'll see. Um, yeah, this, this new car is going to be a whole different kind of deal and they'll have to learn it. So they'll have to throw all their old notes away, everything like that and start all over again and see where it goes. Well, I can tell you what I'm expecting. I'm expecting a wreck fest when you got no points on the line in a, in a new car that not everyone is adjusted to. Uh, I'm not thinking that's going to be the greatest show, but it's also NASCAR's biggest market. So I understand why we're going out there one more time. It's a, we talked about the schedule earlier and our questions about it, but, uh, be interesting for sure. Uh, let's get into Martinsville. We said it many times on this podcast. We are so excited for it. Uh, the truck series is up first for our picks before actually we get into our picks. Let's stop here. We are still tied in the standings. So you made up four in the playoffs. I was up four going in. You've made up four, and we continue to, to be tied each week so far for the last, I don't know, four or five. Maybe this is the week that changed changes things. Yeah, I told you I'd have to work like heck to catch you, and then I caught you, and now it's neck and neck. You know, it's like the Kentucky Derby, and we're coming around the corner here, so – Yeah, so, uh, yeah, here it's Martinsville and Phoenix, man, and then the season's over. So, um, yep, here we go. We're into the stretch, as they would say in in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, I'll I'll start first, Mark, with the truck series. I will take Sheldon Creed. Um, That's an awesome pick. I thought about that. 
But I am going to take experience at Martinsville, and I am going to take Matt Crafton. You know what's strange about that is I actually thought about Crafton as well. Um, he may not be the odds-on end favorite, but he can get it done there for sure. Uh, who do you got for the Xfinity Series? You know, um, somebody that's been actually getting better as the season's gone on, um, the guy that runs pretty damn good at uh, Martinsville, I'm going to take Noah Gregson. That's who I'm going to pick at the Xfinity Series. I love that pick. I think you're right. As the season's gone on, he has ran better and better. And in the back of my head, I keep saying that somehow Noah's going to find a way into that championship four and watch out if he gets there. Uh, I love that pick by you. I did pick someone different, although that was my second pick. I go with his teammate, Justin Allgaier. Yeah, yep, that's also a good pick also. So there's just so many things and everything that can happen there at uh, at Martinsville. So, yeah, those are two good picks there. So who do you got in the Cup Series, man? This is probably the toughest one of them all because there's, God, there's 10 guys that you can actually really actually pick at Martinsville. Who do you got? I think there might be more than 10, uh, but I will take Denny Hamlin. Okay, that's a that's a doggone good pick, you know. I was all this week I was gonna sit there and say, I'm gonna take bad Brad Bad, you know, Brad Brad <laughs> to say that three times. I wanted to take Brad, but I'm going to I am going to take Martin Truex. He is yep. Mr. Martinsville, he's won three out of the last four there. I've gotta take Truex there, so um but like I say, the cup of all of the series, the cup series is the toughest one to pick because there, yeah, man, there's probably more than 10 that can win there. That uh, And there's going to be some people that are really aggressive. Just watch how Joey Logano runs this week and how aggressive he's going to be. <laughs> you know, um, we saw we saw Harvick take Kyle Busch out on the last corner just to, you know, dump somebody to try to get back to the line. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to where uh, anything goes. That's what Martinsville is all about, man. Looking forward to it. I think you are underestimating how crazy the trucks and Xfinity are going to be by saying that the, that the cup series is going to be unbelievable because I think you could see a little bit of the same. Think about this name for a little bit for Martinsville. This is a name that crossed into my head as too. Carson Hosevar must win situation, short track ace. He might be able to get it done in the truck. I keep coming across that, how aggressive he is going to be. He's aggressive at the short track level. Um, Xfinity series, I think you're going to see a lot of beating. I, I honestly, I think all the races are going to be even across the board. I think you're going to see so much aggressiveness. They're all three are going to be incredible. I hope it doesn't turn into a wreck fest. I, that's the one thing I keep thinking it may turn into. But uh, if it if it turns out how I think it will, it's going to be a darn good weekend. It should be just good, hard, aggressive racing. And, yeah, let's hope everybody respects everybody, and uh, it'll turn out to be a good weekend. Weather looks great. I know it's uh, it's raining down there now today, um, but it's out of its system tomorrow. Nice, cool weather for tomorrow. Sunny, sunny and cool on Sunday. Weather looks great for the weekend, man, so that's not a factor. That's awesome to hear. We don't need uh, any of that, and I hope the same holds true for – championship weekend next weekend as well um well mark before we get uh before we end this we also have to thank our sponsors i know we've uh, mentioned van luther motorsports and brian luther earlier 
thank you, Brian, for all the support you give us. It's been a lot of fun going down to Winchester and all these events with you. Also, um, Dan Fredrickson, Graphics and Signs. Thank you, Dan. Uh, we're hoping to have him on here or one of his sponsors on here soon to talk a little bit about what they'll be doing. Maybe before going to the Snowball Derby or something like that, we'll reconnect and do all that. But it uh, it is so much appreciated, as we say every time on this podcast. And uh, Mark, also, I'm so appreciative of you. This is so much fun to do. It's so great to talk about racing and uh, going to these other events that we're going to. And there's a there's a lot left. Uh, we got only two more weekends left of, of NASCAR, but uh, there's going to be some other things to talk about as well. Yeah, that's for sure. And also, you know, been a little bit of a heavy heart here with Jerry Schneider, you know, passing away. And there's there's so many people in the local scene around here that are really struggling and saying some prayers for for some people that are uh, having some hard times here ever since uh, the local season around here is, uh, has ended. Yeah, also to uh, Ted Allman, known as Teddy Bear Allman. Yeah, thoughts um, and prayers out to his fan. Uh, uh, excuse me, family and friends. Uh, also, the Satorius family has been dealing with a lot. Um, you know, uh, my uncle was really good friends with Tim. So thoughts and prayers continue to go to, to their family, uh, the Reichenberger family. And I apologize if we're missing anybody. There's so, so many heavy hearts that have been going on and so many challenges lately. Uh, it's really, really sad, really disheartening to see. And, you know, you mentioned Jerry Schneider as well, Mark. Um, Jerry was a guy that, uh, I walked up to his cars were always sharp by the way. And then, uh, he raced against my uncle and I remember telling him who I was and that I was related to him. And we had a just good discussion, uh, one night and, uh, those are the memories that will, that will live on. And, uh, sorry to see some people go. That's why you, uh, live for today. Right, buddy. That, that's my motto, dude. Yep. You know, Jerry was so, uh, patriotic with his red white and blue uh, cars you know it's going to be definitely missed man um yeah his friendship and and, and who has come caught him out of colorado me and so yep yeah, um yep live for today so definitely thinking of the people their family and their friends saying a prayer and you know we're all behind them all and you know and, and i hope that we uh, have better times coming up ahead here for sure and uh thoughts and prayers to anyone that we failed to mention here or anyone else that's going through things that we don't know about. Um, life is, is challenging at times and we're with you. If you ever need anything, reach out. Um, let us know that you need some prayers or let us know you want to talk. Um, you're, you're not in it alone. So uh, we're with you and we're, we're thinking of you. Yeah, that's, that's for sure, man. That's what our, our racing fraternity does, man. So Definitely looking out for everybody. Hoping everybody has a has a great uh, end of the season here and into the holidays. So that's what that's my prayer and wish for everybody. Absolutely. Well, thanks again, buddy. I, I appreciate you once again joining me on this as usual. Uh, we got an exciting weekend of racing coming up here, and uh, then it's already championship weekend. And we'll uh, I'm sure we'll talk next week on here about going into Phoenix. Uh, it's crazy that the year has flown by. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, uh, the uh, they got the 400 down at Nashville this week. I've got an eye on that one because I would really like to go to that. I want to see how the event goes, how the car counts are, how that whole event goes. Thinking about being at the Nashville 400 since, like I say, that place owes me a race when I got rained out before it started last time. And then they're off to the Snowball Derby 
on that's coming up in the first week of December when the season comes over. So, hey, man, there's still some big stuff. But NASCAR, NASCAR Martinsville this weekend is where it's at. And then uh, and then we'll uh, get set up for the uh, championship weekend out at Phoenix. Absolutely. Well, thanks again to everyone listening. Thank you, Mark. And, uh, hey, we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. See you later. Happy racing. <laughs> get her done. Get her done. This has been a production of Double L Sports Network. Hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.